Before we start this podcast, I'd like to remind you that when you're building your maker business, it's helpful to have both a business plan and a brand strategy. At georgesupplyco.com, I've spelled out all the parts of a brand strategy, including pre-purchase, in-purchase, and post-purchase branding in a free post titled, How to Build a Brand Strategy. You'll find a link on the front page of georgesupplyco.com. Welcome to the Business for Makers podcast, brought to you by George Supply Company. Each episode, we explore topics you need to know to grow your maker hobby into a maker business and brand. I'm Scott Sherman. This week, seven tips for writing compelling product descriptions that sell. begin with the Business for Makers News Desk. And we will start with, as usual, lumber pricing. Lumber prices have are beginning to creep up and climbed above $505 per thousand board feet, a level not seen since the end of August. The increase is due to expectations that U.S. housing demand will drive the cost even higher in 2024. The latest data revealed housing starts in the U.S. rose 7% over September of 2023. So don't forget, measure twice and cut once, folks. Now, turning to business news. According to the Associated Press, all signs suggest a relatively solid holiday season for America's small businesses. But the reality is that both consumers and businesses are a little anxious. The AP reported that, quote, Americans kept up their spending over the summer, growing the economy 4.9% in the third quarter. Yet even as they open their wallets, most consumers seem pessimistic about their finances. And Max Rhodes, an executive at an online wholesale marketplace that many small retailers use to buy inventory, told the AP that there's a lot of uncertainty going into the holiday season. He said, quote, the combination of higher inflation and rising interest rates are making consumers nervous, which in turn makes retailers nervous. It continues to be a weird economy, end quote. As a small woodworking business or a maker business, take into account this mismatch between the data and the consumer confidence. This is a great time to review your current stock, your website, and the descriptions of your products in your store, which we will talk about in a bit. We're going to keep tabs on this news. So if you have any updates on how your holiday season is going, you can email me at info at georgesupplyco.com. I'd really like to keep all the other listeners updated 
how everyone is doing. In social media news, now while this is not necessarily maker-related, it is an interesting intersection of content creation, AI, and social media platforms. In the news, Meta banned political advertisers from using generative AI like ChatGPT. According to Meta, the ban applies to ads for housing, employment, credit, social issues, elections, politics, healthcare, and finance. Reuters, in a report about Meta's newest policy, noted that this comes only a month after Meta announced it was going to expand advertisers' access to AI-powered advertising tools that can instantly create backgrounds, image adjustments, and variations of ad copy in response to simple text prompts. So what we're saying is that Meta has expanded its advertising policy, but it's not going to let people use it for the elections and for politics. Now, Google, the biggest digital advertising company, announced the launch of image customizing generative AI last week. Similar to Meta, Google also plans to keep politics out of its products by blocking a list of, quote, political keywords, quote, end quote, from being used as prompts, reported Reuters. Other social media platforms have similar policies. So my message is, this is just another reminder that if your business is 100% reliant on social media platforms, you're building on rented land and the landlord can change the rules at any time. So it might be time to consider building an email list to supplement your social following. And that's it for the Business for Makers News Desk. We'll be back right after this. If you want to build your brand as a maker, one place to start is to wear, sell, and give away apparel and gifts with your logo. It introduces others to your brand and gives you an opportunity to start a conversation about what you do. George Supply Company offers over 100 items for you to brand, all with no minimum order or inventory investment. Available at georgesupplyco.com. This episode of the Business for Makers podcast is brought to you by GSC Adhesives CA Glue dries in seconds, forms a permanent bond on a wide variety of materials, perfect for filling knots and cracks in wood, ideal for general use home repair, and can be used with activator for instant drying. GSC Adhesives CA Glue is available at georgesupplyco.com. And we're back. Now, think back to the last time 
you were shopping online, maybe for something for your shop. If you're like me, you might select a couple options and then use the finer details to make your final decision. But if you're deciphering vague details and navigating through a fog of unclear specifications, if that sounds familiar to you, you're not alone. Or if you read through all the details and neither option really captures your attention, well, you're still not alone. In this episode, we're covering seven tips for writing compelling product descriptions that sell so your customers choose your products and feel excited to click that buy button. So be it a charcuterie board, a live edge table, or a custom sign, the logic is the same. Pulling together the information your customer needs to convince them to buy your products is the job of your product description. A well-written product description highlights the key features and benefits of the product. It answers the customer's objections in advance and helps the customer understand the value of the product and make an informed purchasing decision. So make sure you give your product descriptions the attention they need. Here are seven tips for writing effective product descriptions. Tip number one. Right off the jump, start with a strong headline. Your product description's headline should not only grab attention, but also inform the potential customers about how your product solves their problems. For example, imagine you've crafted a remarkable wooden chair with ergonomic features. Instead of a dull headline like, value right wooden chair, Consider something like experience the ergo comfort wooden chair. Sound corny? Well, let's compare two versions of a product description for this chair. Number one, experience the ergo comfort wooden chair. Tired of sitting on uncomfortable chairs that leave you with aches and pains? Designed with your comfort in mind, the ergo comfort wooden chair boasts a contoured seat and backrest that provides optimal support for your posture. Or you could try this way. Value right wooden chair. We have a wooden chair that you can buy. Made of wood, it offers a place to sit. Simple and straightforward, this chair can be functional, a functional addition to your space. Please contact us for more information or to place an order. So you see the difference? A strong headline can set the tone for the entire product description and pique your potential customer's interest. Tip number two, make your product description easy to skim. Your customers may not read the entire description in one go. They may read some, and come back later for more. They want to find the most relevant information quickly to help them make a decision quickly. So use headings and lists and bullet points to break up the text and make it easy to scan. And then include key information like 
return policies and size dimensions and customization options. Also, a long paragraph isn't an appealing endeavor for your customers to parse through. It gives them a quick reason to move on without really even giving you a chance. We are trying to remove any reason to skip past your product. Number three, highlight key features. Your potential customers want to know what materials you used, the dimensions, the thickness of the product, the available colors, and the personalization options. But don't stop there. Explain the advantages of those choices. Are your materials long-lasting, sustainable, or unique in some way? Are your personalization options like permanently laser etched? Share the inspiration behind your style and your craftsmanship. Why did you choose to make that table white oak and not pine? Assume your shopper doesn't even know the difference. And why white oak is the best solution to their desire for an heirloom piece that will last for years to come. Number four, frame the descriptions to show how your creations meet their individual needs, solve their problems, and enhance their lifestyle. Use examples and use cases that resonate with your target market's interests and aspirations. For example, if your target market includes mothers with small children, someone who isn't trying to completely decorate, but rather enhance their current decor. Your description for a shelf would include how it's versatile, easy to hang, and goes with any decor. Now for the same shelf, but aimed at a male bachelor, the description might instead talk about how the shelf offers both unique style and functionality and makes a statement by showcasing his prized possessions. Both descriptions are true and accurate, but they're tailored to resonate with the target consumer. Tip number five, use an active voice when describing your product's features and benefits. Instead of using a passive language like, the cutting board is made from durable hardwood. You should say, this cutting board withstands everyday use thanks to its durable hardwood construction. It's a subtle difference, I'll admit, but an active voice makes your description more engaging and direct. The active voice identifies the person or the thing doing the action. It gives authority and credibility to your products rather than presenting them as something passive that just exists in their home. Tip number six, honesty is the very best policy. Be transparent about any limitations or drawbacks of your product. Avoid using superlative language that may mislead the customer. If you make claims like, it's the most sustainable woodworking product in the state, be sure to have the evidence to back it up. That said, 
there really is no need to sell yourself short either. If your charcuterie board comes with a little comes out a little different each time, turn that into a feature, not a drawback. Someone out there is looking for a, you know, a rustic or a custom or an original board that isn't manufactured to be identical to everyone else's. In this case, the honesty of the small imperfections actually makes this product more desirable. The imperfections are a feature, not a bug. Tip number seven, include a clear return policy. Your customers feel more confident about buying your work if they know they can return it without significant cost to them. It's all about building trust and giving them peace of mind when shopping at your business. A solid, clear, and reasonable return policy can be the reason a new customer takes a chance on your work. Now here's a bonus tip. One more thing. When writing your product description, tailor the language and tone to fit your target market. Consider their demographics, their cultural background, and the communication style. Whether it's a casual and conversational tone for a young and trendy audience, or a more traditional approach, make sure your descriptions resonate with your target customer. Think about the solutions your products are providing to the problems of your customers and highlight those solutions in terms your target audience can understand and appreciate. For more information on this subject, as well as all topics related to marketing to shoppers who are browsing on your website, I'd like to suggest that you take a look at our course, Converting Shoppers into Buyers, Succeeding in In-Purchase Branding. You'll find the details of this course at georgesupplyco.com. And for my podcast listeners, I have an early Black Friday sale. Use the coupon code PODCAST50, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-50, to save 50% and get any course for only $25, regular $49. But this will just be for a limited time, probably till Cyber Monday. I'm Scott Shervitz. Thank you for listening to the Business for Makers podcast, brought to you by George Supply Company. And a very special thanks to my co-author, Brian Shervitz, a teacher and instructional designer based here in St. Louis. Of course, subscribe to our podcast to get regular insights. Hey, yes, subscribe, okay? I need some subscriptions here, folks. Subscribe to our podcast to get regular insights and tips for building your maker business. You can get more information about branding, building your brand, selling merch, and maintaining your business operations all at georgesupplyco.com. And we will see you on the next episode. It's stuck in your head, isn't it? The dream of owning your own business. 
growing from a simple hobby in your workshop to an income that can support your family. But you're already maxed out, right? Work, kids, hobbies, the house. Where are you going to find time to start a business? Well, today might not be the day to quit your job and just go for it. But it might be the day to start building the foundation of something that could change your life a little later. It might be the day to start learning just a little bit of what you need to know so that when you take the leap, you're prepared to succeed. So let's get you moving for free. You learned early when you joined this maker community that quality tools make all the difference. And just like you've assembled the tools of your craft in your workshop, you need to assemble the tools of business in your own small business. And a great first one is our free business plan tool. Because I'm sure you already have ideas for the future of your workshop. So let's get them formalized and turned into a business plan and the future of your business. Let's figure out who's going to buy from you. How will they even know you exist? How do you make a profit? And so much more. Get the free business plan tool at georgesupplyco.com. Powered by Riverside FM.